1: Hello and welcome once again to the Dabblers Book Club. I am Hadja. I'm Curtis. And this is the podcast for people who have never read Chaucer and probably never will. Once again, it's okay mm. if you've read Chaucer. Yeah,
0: don't DM us to check <laughs> To check, we anti- don't hate
1: Chaucer. him. I'm too stupid to have read him. Um, how are you, Curtis?
0: Oh, I'm good, thank you. So at the time of recording, we've just been plunged into... Just sort of fascist levels of lockdown. <laughs>
1: Tier four, bitches. Um,
0: yeah, so we were not with the hordes of people last night that were sort of fleeing for the Midlands and wherever they live. Uh, we are staying in London, locked down for Christmas. As was always planned, we just have a few less shops open now.
1: I mean, it's kind of worked well with my lazy nature as it is. Like, if things aren't easy, if moving isn't easy, I don't I don't move.
0: Yeah, I mean, I hate all of it. I do hate <laughs> all of this, but... You do love Christmas. I love Christmas, mm-hmm. and I like, the, I like going to the pub and eating in restaurants and those are like the anyway they we've took got a mulled away. wine
1: from the alma the takeaway mulled wine from the alma next we do
0: yeah and i had a takeaway pint this morning we had a takeaway bloody mary <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah I had a, a salt beef bagel in newington green looking at um that statue for mary wollstonecraft which was fun
0: yeah uh,
1: which looks what you say it was like a goalkeeper's uh patch well yeah <laughs> you know on
0: like the school football pitch you can always see where the goalkeeper's been standing because there's like green grass and then there's just the muddy bit yeah. it's like that where everyone's been gathering to see yeah. that statue which just a ring around it where people have been arguing about oh god knows what um, <laughs> put some clothes on yeah all of that and yeah it's just it's sort of ruined the, the, the floor of the green now but it's it nice. really has. it's nice London a bit of activity yeah. bit a bit of life in it. it's nice Yeah.
1: Um, well this is our penultimate episode of the Dabblers Book Club for season two that's right we have seasons last time we spoke to Nadia Ragazina uh, about her her book, Worlds Apart, our guest special. So if you haven't listened mm. to that yet, do have a listen and, and get her book. Honestly, it's really, really um, it's fascinating and it will make you want to to write your own family memoir. After this, we've got Burnt Sugar today and then we've got Queen's Gambit, which we'll, uh, which we'll have a chat about. And then we'll do, I think, a one-off little Christmassy special, New Year's special, just to recap what we've been reading yeah, be this fun.
0: year. Can I tell you one thing about um, Nadia that I didn't manage to get in when we were speaking to her? Go on. Um, so she was talking about tracing her family tree to write that book, which was obviously incredible. And she had, you know, she was born in Russia and then she and she and there were people in Switzerland, people in Poland, and she's ended up in the UK. She had this amazing reach and went on this real journey around Europe mm. to piece it all together. I really wanted to tell her about my family tree um <laughs> which we've looked at on both sides you go back like four or five generations don't even get out of northamptonshire <laughs> not one person not even a frenchman turning up no. literally like everyone's yeah, in the same but county
1: someone i mean i don't know if you know what curtis looks like uh, if you've seen his picture on our website <laughs> like someone he's, with he's blonde haired blue eyes some someone's mother has definitely had a thing with a swede or a Dane,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. And actually, when obviously I spent a lot of time working in Scandinavia, I hope
1: they did anyway. Bless them. I think they deserved a bit of fun. Well, They're looks all like from Northamptonshire, like in
0: my weird face. But um, well, someone, a friend pointed out recently when I spent time working over there, I was really sort of like I, I like uh, what's the word? I felt really at home there, and oh, I learned yeah. the language, and I loved the way of life. And he was saying, well, that's obviously because you got roots there, because <laughs> he he, thought, yeah. he was it turns out has some very immediate American family and he's obviously been drawn to America. It's, I mean, it's a loose thread, but I do subscribe to it. I think it's quite an interesting theory. No,
1: someone's mother was definitely shagging around, my love. Um, So don't worry. I don't think it was mine. It wasn't yours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we all wish our mothers shagged around, don't we, more than they did, but never mind. (laughs) Oh, we've got what we've got. Um, So anyway, (laughs) speaking of mothers...
0: Oh, that's very appropriate. I
1: thought so. Speaking of mothers who shagged around...
0: What did we read this week?
1: Well, this week, I said this week, a few weeks ago, we decided to pick a Booker shortlistee. Um, mm-hmm. And I started reading this just before the Booker prize winner was announced. And of course, it was Douglas Stewart's Suggy Bane, which I think your mum's getting for Christmas.
0: I've wrapped it up, it's under the tree. <laughs>
1: um, and yeah, we picked Burnt Sugar by Avni Doshi off the Booker list. And... Like most of the pods this year, it's taken <laughs> taken a little while to read. Initially, I think we started off wanting one book every two weeks, and it's gone. Uh, we're sort of at one a month, but we are not
0: quick readers.
1: We're, well, we we are. We can be. It's been a difficult year, yeah. so I think that's okay. But anyway, um, why don't you read the synopsis? Let's go over what it.
0: Yeah, I've actually got quite yeah. a good synopsis here, which I think summarizes it very nicely. So, yeah, burnt sugar in Pune in India. Uh, Antara, who is the main character, uh, Antara must care for her aging mother Tara, who is experiencing memory loss from what is suspected to be the early onset of Alzheimer's disease. Tara, that's the mother, uh, lived a rebellious and careless life abandoning her marriage to join an ashram and pursue a romance with a guru. Antara, the main character, was neglected and abused by her mother as a child. Antara uh, reckons with the contempt she holds for her mother as she is forced to care for her. So, yeah, we go on a journey with Antara, um, who, spoiler alert, has a baby towards the end, which brings up a new layer of complications with the relationship with her mother. But the main theme throughout the novel is this woman, Antara, who is an artist, um like i say with a real challenging situation Mm -hmm. with her mother so that's what we're going to explore um before we dive in i've got two questions for you first of Mm -hmm. all how did this book come into our lives Mm -hmm. who recommended it and um and what did you think um
1: yeah no no one recommended it just picked off the book a list thought we'd go for for one of those um and it's a debut as well. So the long list, one of the books we enjoyed this year, um, or that we thought was really well written, um, was How Much of These Hills is Gold. Yes. Um, and this made the short list. Um, I see. What did you think? What did I think? Okay, let's start with the first page. The first page I thought was brilliant and powerful. Uh-huh. Um, and I would be lying if I said my mother's misery has never given me pleasure. I mean, that's a very killer first line. One of the best first lines I can remember. It's it's pretty special and it tells you, obviously, everything you need to know about the relationship and... It sets the scene. um, I suffered at her hands as a child and any pain she subsequently endured appeared to me to be a kind of redemption, a rebalancing of the universe where the rational order of cause and effect aligned. But now I can't even the tally between us. The reason is simple. My mother is forgetting and there is nothing I can do about it. Which is really interesting because one of the big um, tools you have as a child um, growing older with your parents is that you can remind them of how shit they were. Like that's... That's yes. at all. Yeah. And so I think that's fucking brilliant, the way she's saying I, I can't even get the pleasure mm-hmm. of reminding her how shit she's been and yeah. the, the scars she's caused and all of this sort of thing. Um, so very powerful. I started reading it going, wow, this is going to be just incredible. Ooh. And... I
0: feel like there's a but coming. I was going to say, uh, you like the first page. No
1: buts, just ands. <laughs> Don't say but say and. Uh, yeah. And it, it it just didn't connect... With me, the way I thought it was going to. Lots of interesting stories, lots of interesting sort of tangents and insightful gems. The sort of really sort of crystallised relationships with bad parents and all that sort of thing. And there's some really horrific scenes in there as well, which were really good. You know, like mm. when she went to the, the the convent school and you know got stabbed in the back of the hand with mm. a pencil by one of the awful. Sisters and yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, I mean, obviously, the first page sets you up for like going back. I think I think you you know it's going to go back, and you're going to learn more about this relationship with the mother. Um, There was something in the writing, and I think it actually goes down to a technical point, which is lots of short sentences. You need some short sentences for power, and when you write a short sentence well, you can pack a lot of punch. But you need some flow I think I feel and I could see there were some parts where there was flow and I was wondering whether there was a difference between the past and this possibly could have been something she had consciously decided uh, that Avni had consciously decided which was I think the scenes in the past were softer and the scenes in the present were shorter it might be the other way around um and yeah I wonder if there was a pattern to how she decided on doing short sentences and long sentences she must have done um I mean things aren't really done Unconsciously, But I think just the short sentences are technically probably why I couldn't quite mm. settle into her character. What so, did you? So,
0: well, I was going to say, just, so I think I'm trying to summarise what your opinion of it was. You, <laughs> you seem to like the premise, but actually the book and the execution hasn't done a lot for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, she, you know, she paints a picture of you, you get a real sense of India and you get a sense of her life there and her home life. And I definitely felt like a hatred for her mother as well. Mm-hmm. I really felt strongly towards her mother. I think it's not as maybe it's because my expectations were so high from that first page. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely don't I, it, I definitely didn't not like it. Like I did enjoy a lot of it and I found some of it very impressive and and yeah, well-written, insightful, and interesting and shocking, um but just together it yeah, it didn't flow for me.
0: I'm going to largely disagree with you. Wow. I thought this was pretty damn good. <laughs> i like I this book i did not
1: expect that it took you ages as well though i was like i just
0: got no time wow.
1: um, okay go on then yeah, it was good
0: i, I really good but really compelling I think I
1: kind of probably end up giving it the same score i think it's just my minor points of it were i f- just feel so sort of it took ages
0: i can definitely understand what you're saying but yeah the premise is you know very hard-hitting they established the the key dynamic very early on um i'll agree It wasn't completely knockout. I don't think this was fascinating. I think there were places I would have liked it to go where it didn't go. And my other criticism would be maybe a few too many flashbacks than it needed. Mm -hmm. I think we could have stayed in the present, driven the story on, because there was a lot of interesting characters at play. Mm. However, having finished it yesterday or whenever it was, Mm -hmm. I really liked this. I thought it was a cool read. Yeah, Um, I know I've banged this drum before, but I love reading... uh, fiction set in interesting places can't i'm sure i've read fiction set in india before but this is the first one i can remember in a long time so like you just said lovely imagery of the culture the streets the food actually um Mm. is really nicely described i found it quite fascinating sense of
1: smells as well i feel like she Mm. describes smells a lot in it yeah she talks about her mum's smell and her smell and yeah baby smell and how that meant yeah
0: yeah, well, that's the thing. The, the the main character is very self-conscious, and I think mm. it's in things like that. There's a couple of times in the book where she mentions that she stinks, and she's conscious of how much she mm. stinks, and whether that's because when she's pregnant and...
1: Has now mum sort of said stuff about her as well? And,
0: yes, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the mother is very, very... And that's obviously the key theme of the book. The mother is very critical of her and mm. always has been. And then you couple that with the fact that she's going senile. just makes her actually quite abusive.
1: It's also on top of the explicit abuse. um, There's just how she's raised her and how she's neglected her and put her sort of flights of fancy above her daughter. Mm. Um, And it's interesting. I read like the first couple of paragraphs of like a Guardian interview talking about the idea of parenting just enough. Um, They're fed, they're watered. Mm. What more do you want? Like you've literally got through your childhood and that's all you should be expecting. And obviously it's not a very modern, definitely not very middle class attitude towards raising children. And so it... Sort of raises the mother up for judgment and scrutiny in a way that every mother, no matter how good or bad she is, will mm. be, you know, scrutinized. Um, but yeah, there's this lay of joining a cult when you yeah. have a child. Well, that's
0: the thing. She's put men, She's
1: this ashram, didn't she? Yeah.
0: Men and her own life before her child. And, you know, you and I don't have children so it's hard to know and it's hard to just attack but
1: it's not like that's an alien premise for a lot of children because women are uh, traditionally the condition to need a man to raise a child with even if it's not the father it's you find someone and you have to settle and that's what's best for the child and Um, the way she
0: settled was in a bloody cult with a yeah why not (laughs) with the guru and i'm doing inverted commas here guru that you know picked his woman and it sounds like the, the the mother was this guru's woman for a while until she wasn't flavour of the month anymore, and yeah, she moved Whereas out of the. Where Cali
1: Marta was sort of flavour of the month, and then she wasn't, and she dealt with it. Yeah, um, and then the mother took over, and uh, but obviously the mother can't deal with rejection. She can't deal with not being the number one in a man's life. Yeah. and you know proceeds to pursue another man. It's not really. I mean, it's Reza. timeless. Reza, yeah it's, yeah. it's an Iranian name, really. Um, it's a timeless tale, I think, of, uh, <laughs> of women with children.
0: Certainly relatable, yes. And we must get into, because I think the, the relationship with Reza, the second relationship, is so much more fascinating than the cult thing. Mm. The cult thing's a great device to sort of, explain away the first bit of childhood but actually Reza comes into their life very strangely and is a weird, obnoxious, yeah, controlling, abusive yeah. man. Oh I see I
1: I didn't get the abuse. I didn't see what I'm I think I'm just missing stuff. I think at one point I just wasn't I so wasn't connected to it that the words were not going in. Yeah.
0: I've definitely been there with books. Um so Reza uh, was serving them like a milkshake or an ice cream or something and starts like flirting with them. Yeah. Sort of both, um like mother and, and Tara. Um, and ends up, you know, gradually becoming the boyfriend of mm-hmm. of the mother.
1: And he's already used another woman, wasn't he? Because he was like a reporter or something in some war yeah. torn family, and he starts a relationship with or marries his wife is basically the daughter of a family that he's staying with during some conflict. Yes, I think. We got his
0: backstory, mm. and I could have done without that bit. That yeah, was one was bit that, where yeah. I was going, "Edit this out." He's he, his purpose in the story itself. I think there's enough there to go with. Yeah, and I, I just agree. well, the abuse I got is one. He just seems a bit. Bit obnoxious. Um, Antara, as a young girl, sees him in bed with mm. her mother, like more than you would care to. Because she talks about like because he's got all like uh, oh, bo- all boils boiled, or yeah. some something on his skin or scars, and she and she sort of mentions it. And he said, tells her she's ugly too, mm-hmm. and he just has a lot of things which really put her down. And it, yeah, that that's a it's a curious relationship because years later she ends up with him, yeah. despite being repulsed by him. Yeah, um, but is
1: it just to get back at her mother?
0: Yeah, but it's weird. This is the bit because I didn't get. Yeah, well, I was she holds on his photo, doesn't she? Yes. So
1: she goes and sees him later, which is when they get. Mm. She gets the photo, and that's why the mother burns down the picture. So the, the so Antara is throughout the book, or for the main, most part, but from the beginning, she's working on a series of portraits. Which, yes, she's which an really, artist. She's an artist. But I'm, I'm really like the idea of the portrait she's painting or, or sketching. It's where you are drawing base. So you take one photo and you draw the subject and then she says she throws away the photo and then she's literally copying each mm. portrait every single time. Mm. So and seeing where that takes her after a year and her mother burns down her studio room mm. in her house yeah. when her mother comes to stay with her um, because one of the photos, the, the photo that she's clearly copying mm. is of uh, Reza. Yeah. But at first you get a hint that it might be Bobo, right? The, um, the Ashram leader.
0: Yeah. well, Well, at first I think, you can cor- always add it and then... It could, no, well, back. correct me if I'm wrong. At first, it just seems like she's a bit mental and has burnt down. Yeah,
1: at first, yeah. Because
0: she hates the fact that her daughter's artist, doesn't she? And that's one of the things she's always a- attacked.
1: Yeah, but and you, and you see the side to Antara that doesn't want to... Again, it's the the pleasure that the pain is causing mm. her mother because her mother was ultimately left by Reza and mm-hmm. rejected again. Yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting... Obviously, I have a lot of experience with parents that or a parent that can't parent properly because they are dealing with their own shit. And so on the one hand, as a child, you want to make them feel really bad, which is obviously Mm. what Antara wants to do. She wants to make her mother feel bad and to understand it. Um, But then on the other hand, it's like you're just adding salt to the wounds that are already there because the reason parents treat you poorly is because they are children themselves. They Mm. haven't healed they don't know the first thing about love or mm. loving or caring. Um, and so, you, you know, you can go one of two ways uh, with how to respond to a parent. Um, well, you can go one of many ways, but there's <laughs> the main two ways. And you do have these moments of sympathy with the mother that when I just think, oh, how painful that would be for her. Mm. Um, but obviously alongside that, you're like, well, you were awful to your daughter. But, and that's where it wraps back into that idea of parenting being just enough. Like, mm. why do we expect parents to give everything to their children and raise their children to be whatever they want to be in these amazing yeah. things? It's like, well, isn't her mother entitled to go with her whims? Or why is her mother's life over? Surely, yeah. you just have a parent, and that's tough luck, and you just get on with it. And
0: yeah, and who measures it? Like, where do you draw the norm for parenting? Yeah, There's um,
1: a really. I saw actually an in uh, not an in, a review of this, um, and it talks about how. Antara has had a bad relationship with her mother, but is honor bound to look after her. I'm like it felt like a very weighted Indian expectation, and I was yeah. like, I don't think that's what it is like no, every every child feels bound to look after their parent no matter yeah. how shit they've been. It's not an honor thing like this yeah, whole you, just, you do it because loaded, it's what you do yeah. So honour-bound. You, you don't feel on I mean, maybe it's just the, the, the use of the word that we obviously, I really associate with, like Muslim and Eastern cultures yeah. especially, which is, you know, honour.
0: Where um, was this review? Was it somewhere was like... Oh, just,
1: it's just a normal five-star, like on Amazon. I was looking at a few of the five-stars. Oh,
0: I didn't know if it was someone like fetishising no, like the culture of But it no, it did or, feel like that. And, yeah. and I
1: think a lot of the reviews come up with, oh, you know, India, India, India. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's still like a classic premise
0: well i was going to caveat this earlier when i said it was so cool to read a book uh written in india i didn't want to be like one of these absolute dickheads going oh you know just just so amazing the spices yeah so amazing to see how the other half lived like no genuinely i enjoyed reading something nuanced and something subtle about um yeah completely different setting somewhere that i've never visited just
1: being taken to another place i think people nowadays were all very uh Quick to make sure we're ticking BAME boxes and all that sort of things. Yeah. Like you're literally just learning about another place. It, yeah. it's, like it's not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not that deep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, but you know, it was interesting with the honour bound. I'm mean, not think she was honour bound. I think literally you know, every child feels um, torn between. Yeah, she, her she was care. doing
0: the right thing despite a big conflict and despite an innate. Um, She's very disconnected from her mm-hmm. mother, isn't she? Disconnected from everyone. You know. Lovely line um, that I remember very early in the book. I'm going to read it that describes the relationship. Sometimes, this is Antara's um, inner thoughts. Sometimes I cry when no one else is around. I am grieving, but it's too early to burn the body.
1: Mm, Yeah, that's a good line.
0: There's a lot of cool stuff like this, a lot of nice turns of phrase and some lovely imagery throughout this book. So we've kind of covered off the mother thing. I'm sure we'll get back to it Mm. because it is the key theme. Another very big theme running through this book is her relationship.
1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash
0: switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. With Dilip, her mm. husband. Actually, I almost wanted more from it um, just because it was quite a fascinating dynamic. Mm. So let me know what you thought. But Dilip, for me, I mean, he's... He's a westernized, uh, so he's Indian, but he's westernized and has lived in America, raised in America. Yeah. Um, lives in India with her, but I think is very thinks they're better than it all. Yeah, wants to you know wants to move, wants to get out of this little town. It all infuriates him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of love left in their marriage. It seems like it's gone very, I didn't very feel like cold.
1: Was much at the start either to be honest. It no, it quiet, all. Yeah,
0: and um, and actually, it's the one place where I sort of felt strength for Antara. Mm-hmm. I, she seemed quite strong and quite.
1: Oh, he annoyed me. Quite
0: happily cold in the marriage. Yeah. Um. But like I say, she there was you know sometimes she might be watching him pour her dad a whiskey and just the way it's written.
1: It, yeah. Oh re- no, that line, I, that that bit was just oh, I fucking hate it. I hate that macho. Mm. I'll be the son that's impressed that only cares about the father, not actually the like this man who steps into her life like once in a blue moon. Yeah. And he uh, right sucks up to him, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like oh, you're. A, yeah. I, I fucking hate that so much I hate yeah.
0: it her strength in telling in you know how she views him when he walks into a room yeah. she doesn't have to say and I hated him she doesn't have to say it's it it's just everything just else, the way yeah. she writes it you just see this she's checked out mm. he is an infuriating man yeah um, and, and Dilip I thought was a N- not a good character. Obviously, he's a quite a dislikable character, but the purpose he served in this book where not only is she dealing with a shit with her mum and he disagrees with almost everything she does, mm-hmm. but also, like you say, he's a macho, my way or the highway, like, I'm too good for where we live. Just, yeah, just, just a cold husband.
1: Yeah, but not, again, not explicit. Like, I think there's so many characters like this that hide behind this modern man mm. facade.
0: In real life, you mean? Or? Yeah, in
1: real life right, and right. in, I think, literature as well. Mm. But he'll look after the baby, yeah. but he literally won't care what his wife's opinion is. You know, like We'll still, oh, we'll still underneath everything, have that expectation of women. He does not
0: value in. it at all, does he? No. So we've mentioned her art, and I feel like that's quite a defining thing of her character. And quite interestingly, it's not very prominent in the book. Mm. Dilip doesn't talk to her much about her art. Her mum well, just tears into it Mm. and physically destroys it at one point. Um, And whenever anyone else mentions it, yeah. uh like there's a couple friends that come around she always talks it down and I thought well part of me went no I want to hear all about her art I want to hear her. is she abstract is she inspired by x y and mm. z and but actually she barely talks about it and I think it was quite fascinating because it reminded me of being a musician for all those years and just not wanting to fucking talk to people about it because mm. no one fucking gets it <laughs> like yeah. you know the taxi driver oh what sort of music did you play then you know like they don't it's yeah. like i can't be bothered to talk about the very specific genres and artists I'm into and why and lay my soul bare talking about that and I can't be asked to explain to you how it works as an occupation yeah so therefore I'm going to be really guarded about it well I
1: think she was really finding her own niche as well with her art because she dropped out of Mm. art school didn't she because it wasn't interesting her and she that's when she ended up meeting Reza wasn't it so she clearly wasn't even connecting with traditional art education Mm. and all that um yeah, I mean I liked the bit in when she's at school and she's obviously drawing in the mm. the textbook or something isn't she? She gets told off for anything she's obviously always had a yearning for it. Is
0: that when she gets her hands stabbed up? Yeah. The, yeah.
1: Something like that. See, you know, that
0: scene. And actually is that when her mum and dad do actually come and see the injuries and pull her out of school?
1: So her mum and Kalimata.
0: Kalimata. Yeah. Ah, right, right, okay.
1: So it's yeah. after the um yeah. The cult for her, I think, and then they Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit confused for me actually in some of the parts I wasn't quite clear on every single but again I think it's just something to do with the writing style I wasn't like hooked and it made it harder to follow
0: I mean I must say the flashbacks didn't really really ground Mm. ground themselves I think it could have been a bit more clear cut what was a flashback what was the current narrative it is an arty book
1: I'm I'm always always fascinated in that ideas around motherhood and what is an acceptable level of selfishness and how much Mm. you meant to put your child first and at what point do you get to stop being a, a child yourself and um you know it's like why can't you go and join a cult (laughs) you know um and that level of your responsibility for your child overriding every other instinct or wish or fear or whatever you might have for your own life um and how do you how do you balance that how do you feel fulfilled or Mm. feel like you've scratched that itch that you want to in your life and be a responsible parent and i think when you have wounds that need healing i think you will either always feel repressed in your own wants and desires mm. or you will end up just chasing around in circles like her mother did with, you know, the cult and Reza and, you know.
0: And how about uh, when Antara has a baby of her own?
1: Yes, so... Which
0: she tricks Dilip, doesn't she? She tells him that she's got a period due. So, oh,
1: yeah, I think she does, not she? So yeah. they
0: don't need to be safe, but actually it's a lie and then she gets yeah. pregnant. I mean,
1: classic, why yeah, not? Yeah, I
0: mean, you know, Stacy did it to Gavin in gavin and Stacey. and that
1: was okay apparently <laughs> and they carried on having they a did life. have a row Lovely about it su- had a row successful marriage for the rest of it they had Bye. a row
0: he went to a phone party
1: oh, And do you, do you think uh avni doshi expected us to compare Burnshaw with gavin and stacy but <laughs>
0: well i mean we we compared cersei with geordie Shaw, so we're oh. always going to find a way
1: oh i've been wanting to do that on this podcast
0: to an essa impression <laughs> oh um, um but yeah they have a baby to, to get back to the point <laughs> and um and The mother thinks that the baby is Antara. She's that senile by this point. Yes. But
1: again, there's that question of motivation. Is it because her mother is still so fucking cruel that she can still hide behind um, dementia and and Alzheimer's? I think, I don't know. I
0: hadn't considered that, but that's, yeah. Yeah, Is is she actually playing a big old game? Yeah. Yeah. And where Um, does it end?
1: Can we go on to the ending? Yeah, go on. The end, what, what did you think about it? Like it was really mixed up and weird and nothing really happened, but it was just all a bit of a fog.
0: Yeah, weird scene um, where there's a load of them, friends, family, mother, mother-in-law, Dilip, all He's in the, the father house. father round as well by that point. I think he is. Yeah, yeah loads of to them in a room. See the baby. See the baby, pass the, the baby, baby <laughs> around.
1: <laughs> Neil, the baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're never going to buck this trend, are we? Oh, Neil. Um, she gets all sort of suffocated, uh, leaves, and you think, is this her walking away? She goes, she has a cigarette off a of tramp. And then the book ends with her going back into the building. So I imagine... Well, is it that underwhelming ending where she's going to run away, but she's like, nah, fuck it. I'll just carry on in this suffering.
1: But also, that already makes her a better mother than her own mother.
0: I think you're right but explain. Because she's gone,
1: had her moment and come back. The amount of women I speak to or know of or heard stories of that have left their baby crying Mm. for an hour because they're just cannot handle it yeah. or they go for walk by themselves and have done awful things or like yeah. you know done real stuff that they feel awful yeah. and guilty about but literally every mother has had a moment where they think they are, just cannot do it, and they want to run away and leave everything mm-hmm. and but they always come back and that is the difference like she didn't take did she take her baby with her no the baby's in- inside right yeah because the breasts are leaking she needs to feed yeah um and Yeah. And I think it's this really depressing thing of motherhood is that and life is that it's taking a break, thinking you want to run away, kill yourself, kill someone else, do Mm. like just a mental thing. And actually all you do is have a cigarette and go back inside. (laughs) That is life. Have a cigarette, go back inside, start again. I mean, I'm not a massive fan of books where you get to the end and it's like, oh, and we just carry on as usual and mm. like, there's no resolution. But, you know, mm-hmm. I get it. It's life. And that is what she is portraying here. And it's yeah. her burden. will be, you know, dealing with all these relationships. But I, I feel like I feel like it hints at her being a better mother. There's a lot of strength for
0: character there. Yeah, I like it. It's quite cool. Back to the scene of the crime i'm i'm getting my head down and i'm getting through this because the mother-in-law actually in that scene that leads up to it it has been peak mother-in-law for the whole book you know she's telling her you don't want to hold the baby like that mm. you don't want to do this and that. You know, she's always got an opinion on everything she does even to how she deals with her own mother mm. there's a part in that scene where her mother the, the senile one is cuddling the baby and saying you know, that it's Antara. And Antara's going, I'm right here, mum. This bee, that's a baby. And she's despairing. And actually, everyone in the room's against her. Yeah, everyone's like, shut up, just let her say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: How fucking horrible. Yeah, a bunch of bastards. That feeling of invisibility. Again, it's it's portrayed in a very extreme setting. Got to give the author credit here. Like, the way she writes that, I'm feeling that. Actually, it was the last bit I think I really, really loved. Mm. I felt like I was screaming on the inside. You know, when you have those dreams... And you're screaming, and you can't scream. Mm. It felt like that being Mm. in that room. I could feel the claustrophobia of it all, and I could feel the um, just all these people she fucking didn't want there. And I I know that is what it's like having knowing new mothers. You do want everyone out Mm. of your fucking house. Like you want people to see the baby, but please fuck off. Like if you're not bringing me food and cleaning up, just go. Um, And just that, yeah, that weight on that weight on new mothers as well to really have to sort of entertain, but also be invisible. Mm. Um, So I think that is why it's very common story like you don't even need to go into all the depths that she goes all the dark depths that she Mm. goes into um, to be able to understand uh, to to be able to sort of you know find common ground yeah a lot of
0: people will be able to access that dynamic won't they yeah in in varying ways
1: and also so I read something I think it was like the Guardian thing we're talking about the idea that you attract the people you deserve in your life and I don't think that's fair I don't think it's like attracting the people you deserve but you will always attract the same people yeah and so She's, which I hate. And I, cause I often feel about this on like my darker days where you think about your childhood and the difficult times in your life. And you think about your patterns, your brain chemistry, all these things and your behaviors and your personality and what people see in you as well. Yeah. Like you will always attract the same sort of person. And people talk about, oh, when you've healed and it's like, no, no, no. You're yeah, like, you're that. pretty no. fucking set for life. Um, and you'll find good and bad variations on that and everything. But, from your early life, say if you are, I don't know, a child that's been lent on constantly, it's like that will be you for mm. the rest of your life mm. unless you you, know, you can take all these bloody set your boundaries bullshit. And there it's are like some it works to a degree, that, but yeah. no. There's
0: yeah. some things that are just ingrained, aren't there? Yeah. They just get learned and you can never shake yeah. off certain You can
1: minimize traits. it. You can do a little bit better than you ever thought. And I think that was what I find so depressing about bad upbringings because mm. it's something you've never asked for. has never been your fault. And yet you will you're condemned to kind of relive. You stuck it. With it. Yep. Yeah. You're you're yep. reliving that. You will just as she is attracted, Dilip, who she's disconnected from and her family and all that mm. sort of thing. And she's in this room with people who don't care about yeah. her. Like they're not showing her any love or attention mm. or or um support or anything like that. And it's like, that's your fucking lot, love. Like that is it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which I found I yeah, I did definitely find that last scene just very very disorienting as well. Yeah. But very, very powerful.
0: Well I was just saying, like, nothing in the book is and this is why you just really want to make Antara a cup of tea the whole yeah, time. Yeah. You're really on this journey with her. Um and and nothing in the book is for her. No, At no nothing. point does anyone champion her or empower yeah. her or give her time. She's always just been a prop. In fact, she's almost been an inconvenience Inconveni- yeah, yeah, yeah. in everybody else's life. And I really felt for her. Mm. Um yeah, I've got to say I enjoyed this book, and the more I talk about it, the more I, I think. Yeah, the more I talk about it, the more I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, like I recommend this to somebody.
1: I will stand by it that I did find it a strenuous read. Um, the writing style for me could have just been a little bit mm-hmm. easier on the eye. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: I'm, I'm, I don't actually. Um, you don't agree? I, That's fine. I don't. No, I don't see that, but I hear it. Um, I hear you.
1: But yeah, I mean it's the the subject matter you are trudging through that subject matter because uh-huh. it is so hard and it is so weighty yeah, yeah. Um, but that final the final bit i just i could really feel where she was and it just it's really fucking depressing yeah. i'm trying to
0: think actually if there was a scene in the whole thing and this is not a criticism but i don't think there was even a break from the dark colors no, i don't think there no, was a bit no, like, where she's a happy child no. and she, she remembers this one great memory
1: i think there might have been i'm sure there must have been a, I feel like there was um, she got remember. fingered by
0: a mate in a club. Why not? Do you remember that bit? That was a happy memory. Yeah. Well, I think I'm that was just, a happy yeah. memory. I <laughs> I oh,
1: well, this is something that's not really touched on, that we haven't touched on. I, I think there is a big repressed sexuality there. Like mm. you, You're thinking she's... I mean, she, I think she's quite clearly bi, um, mm. but whether she's actually just, um, yeah, putting a, a straight face on her. Yeah, <laughs> like she does that behind Dilip's like, back as well, doesn't she? Yeah. Um,
0: which... You know, cheating never good, but I think in just how. how I mean, why not? I don't think anyone's really begrudging her that. Get your kicks. Yeah. Um, Anyway,
1: Um, shall we go on to a few reviews?
0: Before we do, go on. Can we talk about the appearance of this book? Yes. So tell me if this is me at my very worst toxic masculinity, but (laughs) it, it, it looks. Um it looks really girly this cover and I, and and I was sort of, you know, if I was reading it in public I was you know I mean, it's, holding it like this so that no one could see that uh, You'd hold up you'd, does, you'd, that, you'd
1: hold up porn more proudly than a pink cover, wouldn't you?
0: Does it Yeah, I was going to say does that reflect really badly on me that Yes. I Oh gosh.
1: I'm not going to soften that blow. Yes. I'm just being um, my I most honest I mean it's a lilac self. cover.
0: <laughs> lilac, yes.
1: Uh, with um with, with aloe sugar vera, cane on it. No, aloe vera.
0: Oh, I thought it was sugar cane. <laughs> is
1: yeah. that not what sugarcane looks like? No, I, I don't. No. Uh, That's aloe vera, Um, I
0: think. Why? It's called burnt sugar. What's the relevance of the aloe vera? I don't
1: know. It's a a healing plant. Should we go to some one-star reviews?
0: Yes, one-star reviews. This is the part of the show where we go onto Amazon and we read some one-star reviews of the book. This is not to be nasty. We do it to every book. We just think one-star reviews are really funny. So, without further ado, what have we got for Burnt Sugar?
1: Uh, Diane says, boring. Found this story extremely boring. I've <laughs> This is what I was after. I have been to India many times and read many excellent Indian authors, but found this story so confusing and disappointing, I cannot believe it is long-listed for the Booker Prize. It's funny, isn't it, when you read one Indian story and they're not all the same, mm. and you don't like them all, all the same. Why? Why was that one Indian author that she read? good and this one not it's
0: i read an english author (laughs) and and actually this this other english author is nowhere near as good you know (laughs) it goes to show there can be good english literature (laughs) fuck off diane
1: lucas absolute drivel i don't know how this was shortlisted for the booker prize over labored pretentious writing with absolutely absolutely no substance whatsoever no substance sure (laughs) sure andrew says awful book dull as ditch water Booker list is not what it used to be. Do you mean not what it was last year? <laughs> Possibly. Um, Pia says, depressing. That's fine. Very depressing read. Well written, but very flat. Could not relate to any of the characters. I finished it because I hoped for something in the end. It never came. I don't think that's a one star review, Pia.
0: Mm.
1: Like, well written. It is a depressing relate. read. It is very depressing, yeah.
0: I'm, I mean, it, we've had this so many times before. Mm-hmm. It's people that equate depressing reads with being bad reads. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, sad films are... Yeah. You know, sad music. There's, there's, you know, indeed, art is not all bells and whistles.
1: Yeah, right. Well, is that all for the one-star reviews? Uh, yeah, that's
0: that's not many. We're normally on them for ages. So actually, well done, um, Avni Doshi. Um, not too many people hate this to the extent of one star.
1: <laughs> well, I think it's a fairly new book as well. Okay. Um, so it, oh, it says 35 global ratings. Actually, that's probably why. So we've got seven English ones, but I cannot be. Can he be asked? To there get weren't the rest any. Of them?
0: There weren't any absolute gems today in... Uh, no, no. There's normally no. someone hilarious.
1: Yeah. Right, well, uh, anything else you want to say about it?
0: No, I suppose it's time to give it a score out of 10. Um,
1: so, Burnt Sugar, I would give it a 7 out of 10, simply because it didn't keep me engaged, although I really enjoyed the themes. I There were points where I was very connected with the character and other points where I wasn't. Um, Uh, Yeah, nothing obviously to do with uh, Avni's uh, writing More just uh, it is very literary fiction style of writing. Mm -hmm. I find it quite hard to to stick with all the way through. Um, But yeah, that last scene I found very, very uh, I was right there and I felt like I was Antara. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah,
0: well. I would also give it a seven out of ten, oh, okay. which I think is a good score for a good book. It's really weird. Like you see, you seem to have enjoyed this more than your. I letting have on.
1: high expectations. Yeah, no, I'd, I, like no, because it's a great book. It's clearly a great book. Yeah. At
0: the start, you were like, Ugh.
1: no, I, yeah, well, you, hang, you. I
0: think you've you, you hang, you've hang off the negative your... stuff,
1: don't you? No, no, no. I think literally, I was always going to give it a seven. I'd, yeah. I'd known I was going to give it a seven. I think you hang off the negative stuff at the beginning because it took me so long, and I, it has been a few weeks since I finished it. But yeah, I think remembering that last scene, I suddenly remembered mm. just how I felt. Yeah, um, I could have, I could have had a bit more from it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: yeah, it could have gone further. There's things like we've said along the way we might have chopped and changed. But I mean, you know, that's the beauty of yeah. of people's art, isn't it?
1: And it's a debut, so looking forward to her, her other books. I
0: will definitely read uh, whatever else.
1: So, that was Burnt Sugar by Avni Doshi. That was shortlisted for this year's Booker Prize. Uh, give it a read. Why not? Fucking terrible no, ending. Shut Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Queen's Gambit is up next. I finished it. i waiting for Curtis to get through it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is the same Queen's Gambit as on Netflix right now, starring Anya Taylor-Joy, who's just really interesting face. And just really interesting face.
0: Oh, don't, don't, I know. don't know. <laughs> well,
1: no. Never yeah. seen her.
0: <laughs> I was looking at the chess Night to be one. Would have never done that there. <laughs>
1: That's the next book, and then we're going to do a bit of a Christmas special slash New Year's rundown. Book wipe. Ha ha, ha. That's like the books you get in the toilet. <laughs> no? Too I much, too much Bloody Mary that. at lunchtime?
0: <laughs> You're going to have an in Nightmare here, and it's all your fault.
1: <laughs> uh, right, okay, rugby is starting right now. What good timing. Head to our website, dabblersbookclub.com for all the information on the books we read and also you can now head to our bookshop which is uk.bookshop.org search Dabblers Book Club and you can buy the books we talk about while supporting local bookshops. We're on Twitter at Dabblers Books. Say hello, as always, subscribe, like, share say what you really feel as long as it's
0: nice. Yeah, I was going to say don't tweet us if, if it's abuse or you really hate something we said I don't. I won't respond well.
1: Who's got time for that, no, really? No, no. Who's got time? But...
0: Tell us what you thought of the books, because it's always nice to hear.
1: Well, we'll see you next time.
0: Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.